Hello everyone and welcome back to more Knowing Wheel episode 116, I think, of your favourite Formula 1 show. And of course, as always, I'm joined this week out actually by a very sniffly uh, Jamie183, so I yes. apologise in advance if he just yaks up over his You'll microphone to, or something. You'll have to forgive me for the noises you hear coming from my nose today, but if Matt really cared about the viewers, he'd edit them all out. So That would be a lot of work with how nasally you are. <laughs> As a podcaster. <laughs> yes, it would be. So, I'm here. I've soldiered on through the day, heavily drugged up, and we've made it to talk about some F1. Exactly, exactly. And of course, you know, I think, you know, the elephant in the room, first of all, no Emilia Romagna Grand Prix last weekend. Of course, you know, I think we were all disappointed, but obviously we can understand why then why obviously nothing did go ahead. I'll make sure I leave a link down in the description below, uh, of course, to the sort of Formula One, and I think the main donation page, of course, if you want to try and obviously help the efforts going on out there. Of course, some truly obviously awful scenes, hasn't it, Jamie, over the last mm. few days. And I think I don't think we really understood the full scale of it no, until yeah. sort of the aftermath, and then you were kind of there going, yeah, now we can really see why Formula One is not able to host a Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah, definitely. And when we saw like pictures of the paddock on Tuesday and Wednesday, like feet underwater, it was yeah. crazy. So absolutely, yeah, yeah not all the best to not... the people there. Yeah, fingers crossed. Of course, you know the operation has been very swift up to this point. But yeah, of course, that meant that we had no Emilia Romagna Grand Prix last weekend. Of course, today would normally be where we were discussing uh, the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. So it's kind of going to be a bit of a weird podcast because it feels like half the things we were gonna discuss last week or the things that we can discuss this week we kind of already discussed last week isn't it with some bits and pieces yeah, yeah. for example the big one being the mercedes b-spec car yes and that's obviously been put off a week until monaco now and monaco is never really the track where you get to see car performance massively like it's a very unique track is what obviously we all know that so yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it does make a difference, but it would have been cooler like I think when we get to Spain for instance the week after. That'll give us more of an indication of if it works. Yes. Um, so yeah, but Monaco has always come down to the drivers a little more, which is probably bad news for Mercedes. So and I think Mercedes, we've both agreed before, probably have the strongest lineup on the current grid. Um, but I think the other big thing, of course, with Monaco is it's never really suited Mercedes' car package no. either, is it? Because they like to go with really long wheelbases mm. uh, relative to most of the other teams. But yeah, so of course, Mercedes, again, this this famed B-spec car. You know, it might be that this B-spec car is actually only three feet long, uh, exactly for that reason. So then hopefully they can try and win the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, but it's not really the ideal testing ground, is it, for a B-spec car? You you wonder whether potentially it could have been worth saving it for Spain, which, of course, has historically been a fantastic track for testing a Formula 1 Indeed. car. Yeah, and like I guess the only thing, their main priority this week is don't bin it. Don't, yeah. don't mess up all the new parts he's bringing. But um, we'll see. We'll see. It's always been a difficult... Like Hamilton's not been great there over the course of his career. Obviously, he's got three wins. No. Which but, is bad by Hamilton is standards, bad, isn't it? Very bad by Hamilton standards. But um, yeah, we shall see if if the Mercedes are on it this weekend. But I kind of expect the Red Bull style cars, such as the Red Bull and the Aston Martin, to be a little bit ahead. And obviously Leclerc is always quick there, if, if it, it's only for one lap at a time. I mean, this was the sort of big two talking points, wasn't it? Of course, can Leclerc did what he do at Baku 
and get another pole position. Of course, we just know how good he is. And of course, the way he was able to get pole in Baku was all about being brave on the brakes and really threading the needle mm. through the corners, which, of course, Monaco, that is more important than any other circuit on the calendar. But, yeah, I mean, always now when we come back to Monaco, isn't it? It's always the Charles Leclerc curse. Will this year be the year he breaks it? Well, he's never got a podium there, even, has he? No. Which is just he's incredible. only finished once, which was last year. And yeah. that includes junior formula. Yeah, and driving around in a 1976 Ferrari as well. Yep. So. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like no one's really talking about the curse of Charles Leclerc yet. This obviously we've got a week to go to Monaco, so I'm sure it will come up. But uh, this, I think, this will be the year he he gets a solid finish. What are we saying by solid finish? Go on, Jamie. I reckon he's got a good chance of a podium. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But of course, you know, other other talks surrounding Charles Leclerc and Ferrari at the moment. A news report, which we are going to preface, first of all, by saying it was an exclusive by the Daily Mail. So take oh, from great. that whatever you will. <laughs> Apparently, and we have seen it from a couple of other um, sort of rehashing Twitter accounts and websites today as well. Apparently, Ferrari are very, very interested in signing Lewis Hamilton still. Mm. And it's been the, the big story all year, really, hasn't it? I feel like we speak about it most weeks at this point. But, um, yeah, it is kind of F1's worst-kept secret that Leclerc is a bit unhappy at Ferrari, to say the least. And, obviously, Hamilton's not got massive of time left in his career. If he does want to drive for Ferrari, there seems like no better time to do it than now, because, obviously, he's no longer got the risk of giving up a winning Mercedes team like he would have done five years ago. So, yeah. Five years ago, he probably could have still won the title that year. <laughs> that year in particular, have that. Vettel fans um, <laughs> yeah we will see but I think it's probably the strongest it's like the closest the rumours have ever been to being true at this time compared it, to any of the previous yeah times it's so weird isn't it because I know we've spoke about it before like we said many times so far this season but there is still that part of me that thinks you know what he's done pretty much everything he possibly could apart from win with Ferrari. And let's be fair, even if it was just to win one race mm. with Ferrari, that would still be quite special, wouldn't it? No matter yeah. how weird it would be, because, of course, whenever we've seen Hamilton in a red suit, it's just been YouTube clickbait up to this point. Yeah. How how almost cursed would it feel to see him <laughs> win for Marinello? It would be so weird. Like It would almost feel wrong, but I remember feeling this similar thing when Vettel went to Ferrari, it was just or like, when Hamilton went to Merck. Yeah, literally, and especially now if Max left Red Bull, it, it would just feel bizarre. But it's, that's how it goes sometimes. And yeah, it's almost like whenever, like in football, if if a guy, if a player moves from one big club to another big club, it just looks it takes a bit of getting used to when they change change kits. But um, yeah, if Hamilton did go Ferrari, and even won a race, that would be pretty incredible to see. If you want a title, then that that would be incredibly difficult to argue against for uh, the GOAT debate anymore. <laughs> I think, yeah, that the GOAT debate, if Hamilton did go to Ferrari and win a title, I think the GOAT debate would be firmly settled. Firmly, he's firmly never, settled. He's only got he's only won with one kind of engine, which is very He bad. has only ever raced with Mercedes power units, which is kind mm. of incredible. He's got when the you same number of it. different engines won with than Pierre Gasly. Yeah, it's right. There it's true, and Esteban Ocon, 
That is yeah. a really bad stat, Jamie, but thank you for <laughs> it nonetheless. Um, but, I mean, of course, the other big, potentially exciting thing, Jamie, I don't know if you've seen this, we could be getting a Williams golf livery this weekend. I've seen that. Oh, the prospect of that, I'm sorry. Yeah, and to be fair, the McLaren golf livery two years ago now yep. was extremely good, so it's going to be quite hard to beat. But I, Just make it the manage- same. Yeah. I worry that they're just going to stick a Duracell battery on the side still. Um, but, well, yeah. I mean, you've got insider info now, clearly. But Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, James and Alex were talking about it all throughout the stream we did uh, at the weekend. There was no mention of that whatsoever. Not even a hint, yeah. Jamie. Yeah. I mean, the only shame is that one of them will probably be crashed or at the back. And then you've just got Alvin chilling in the midfield, probably. But yeah. you know what? for a golf livery I don't care what car it's on really I mean that's basically what happened in 2021 wasn't it we have one get a podium and the other was chilling way behind yeah Um, so you know what we take it Um, that is actually though Jamie well kind of not really I'm going to segue over to your quiz for this week (laughs) it's a fairly simple one Uh, we're going to actually it's a similar one to what I did at the start of the season for you if you remember uh, back in Bahrain really simple Jamie you are going to start from 2022, and of oh, course, you know, it's the bad. race that they all want to win. You're just going to rattle off to me, previous Monaco race winners in reverse chronological order. In reverse order. order, and I've got yep. unlimited time. You've got a limited time, but as soon as you make a mistake, okay, it's here done. We go. 2022 was Checo Perez. Correct. I was really worried then. Verstappen. Correct. 2020, there was... No race. Correct. 19 was Hamilton crying about his tyres all race. Correct. The ultimate tyre whisperer. <laughs> 2018. Ooh. Who was this? Oh, yeah. It was Danny Rick. It was Danny um, Rick. You have me again worried then for a second. Yeah. 17 was Vettel after he Correct. Reckoning. 16 was Hamilton with the luckiest win of all time. How is that um, the luckiest win of all time? <laughs> Explain that to me, sorry. Is it because Rosberg was dogged? An absolute goat display from Nico Rosberg. Um, 2014 was equally Nico Rosberg, as was 2013. Yep. Three in a row. What a goat. Um, 2012 should have been Schumacher, but it was Mark Webber. Correct. 2011 was Vettel. Correct. Handed when there was a red flag late in the race. Yep. Um, 2010 was Webber. Again, correct. Well, for the first time, I guess. Um, 09 was Jensen Button. Yeah. LeBron 08 was another incredibly lucky win for Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> that one, yeah, I can't argue so much against. 07 was a McLaren 1 2, which was Alonso leading it Hamilton. Was. By an absolute ridiculous an absolute margin mile. over Ferrari, was they it? They lapped everyone up to fourth. Um, 06 gets a bit difficult. It was probably Fernando Alonso. It was, correct? Yes. 05. This is very difficult now. Um, was that the way Kimmy's engine exploded and he went to the beach? Or was that the year after? No, I'll go... I'll go Kimmy Raikkonen. Correct. Oh, <laughs> this is, 04 was the only one all year Schumacher didn't win. So that was truly pretty much, yep. Uh, 03 was 
I got baited into watching this race in F1 TV, and it's one of about four races all the time with no overtakes in it. Uh, <laughs> it was... It was one of the Williams drivers. Oh, I think it was Montoya? Correct. <laughs> Say no way Ralph Schumacher won the Monaco Grand yeah, exactly. Prix. 2 I expect... This is a guess, but I'm expecting it to be Schumacher. Incorrect, Jamie. Oh, who was it? Your run of form comes to an end. I mean, you're over, but I'll let you have another guess. It's done. Um, who else? Was I don't think it was Barrichello. It was not Barrichello. DC? It was David wow. Coulthard. He won two Monaco Grand Prix, which, to be honest, I didn't know until now, yeah. Uh, I, I would not have first, first ever podium was DC at Monaco as well. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, absolute mm. scenes there. So, I mean, twenty years you managed to recite, and <laughs> it's pretty good going. Still, a lot of them were just there. I mean, Monaco is a very—it's more iconic than Bahrain, I suppose. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it's still I like always that style of quiz. It's still always when I look back, you know, between the mid eighties and early nineties, just et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, what I—I—I I, I, I actually did a bit of a deep dive, Jamie, this week actually into et cetera at the Monaco Grand Prix. And you could make an argument that he could have won. So nineteen eighty four, he also could have won had they not red flagged it. He was so closing up on Alan Frost. Yep, that was when he was yeah. in his Tolman. Nineteen eighty five, I think actually it was nineteen eighty five. I think no, he didn't. I think it was nineteen eighty six. He got pole, but the engine blew up early on. Obviously, won in nineteen eighty seven. Binned it from the lead in nineteen eighty eight. He could have won eight or nine of his ten Monaco Grand Prix yeah. attempts, which is just Monaco. insane. I mean, it, I think it was so ridiculous. Like between 1989 and 1991, he led every single lap all three years. Yeah. Had a 230 lap streak it at is Monaco. A real driver's circuit, like the likes of Graham Hill, obviously early days. Senna's always yeah. been excellent. He was excellent there. And then, of course, you got Nico Rosberg winning three in a row as oh, well. Oh, behave. <laughs> You're not seriously putting Nico Rosberg <laughs> in the Rosberg same group as Graham Hill. actually very good at Monaco. He obviously shouldn't have won 2015. But... And he shouldn't have won 2014 either. No, that was fair. How much it was he... qualified? In what? <laughs> dearie, dearie me. Dearie, dearie me. Um, anyway then, Jamie. Let's, let's get your predictions in. Is it going to be a Monaco snooze fest? I mean, the race always is. So even... I mean, by 2023 standards, it'll probably be one of the best races of the season. Probably. Um, but I do love Monaco. The qualifying day there is just so special. It's all about so, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. I think the race will be boring, but it it always is. So that's standard for Monaco. Um, Predictions-wise, though, I will go for Stappen on pole. Okay. I'll go Verstappen to win, get his second Monaco Grand Prix victory. And then I'll mix it up and go Leclerc and Alonso. Perez okay. street track. Tri that's hard to say. Street track streak is going to come to an end. Oh, okay. Interesting then. Mm. So we're clearly going down very different routes here uh, because I was going to see <laughs> Perez on pole. Brilliant. Perez race victory. I think Red Bull are once again going to trade wins between their two drivers mm, there, of course. It has been Max Checo, Max Checo, Max. Is he going to be Checo again? Wait and see. Uh, but I'm going to say, yep, yeah, Checo pole, Checo win. I am going to put Charles Leclerc, P2. And I am going to say Alonso, P3. 
Where's I think Max? Max is going to have a bit of a nightmare in qualifying and recover to fourth, is my guess. Wow, that's that's bold. That's big. It's bold. Oh, Perez Championship lead, will it not? I don't think so. Maybe it would. No, if he came fourth, I think he, uh, Max would still be leading because we'll say they have three wins apiece, yeah. fourth versus fifth, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Max would still be leading by a couple of points, obviously, depending on fastest laps Fair and enough. all that kind of jazz. Um, you think Alonso on the podium? That's, that's rare from you. No, I know. We don't often predict Alonso on the podium. We get so much hate for it that I'm going to do it uh, this week nonetheless. I'm surprised but, he's not in Indianapolis this week as well, Fernando Alonso. I mean, McLaren are looking rapid. I was segueing for you because I've known nothing about IndyCar. So there we go. Four car, four McLaren cars inside the top 12. They have looked like the best team there so far last week. Didn't get pole in the end. Alex Palau managed to nab that. Uh, but yeah, McLaren... I mean, did you know as well, Jamie? I only found this out last week. McLaren are the only team or company to have won Motorsports Triple Crown. Really? Are, only, are really the only company that's ever competed in all that's three as tried, well. Yeah. But still, yeah. <laughs> did... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Was it Graham Hill who won the Triple Crown? Yes. Yes, it was. Did he win? Didn't win any McLaren? of them with McLaren. No. no, he won none of them. He won. I don't think he yeah. won a single one with McLaren. I'm pretty certain. Actually, uh, yeah, McLaren was... won a team when he was winning the Monaco. Was he in F1? So. Well, no, they came. I mean, Graham Hill literally won the Monaco Grand Prix that McLaren debuted their Formula One car in. There you go. Well, you learn something more... every day. You really do. You really do. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that has been a very, very short show, though, but I don't think there's anything else too much to discuss, Jamie. Anything else um, you can think of? Like we said, a lot of it's kind of just been dragged over from last week, hasn't it, sadly? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, do we think Alonso's got a chance of winning, or do you think Red Bull are going to just stick with it? Yeah, I think I think Red Bull have still got enough in the back pocket. It might be that Alonso and Charles can get close. I think um, the, the Monaco circuit like generally brings teams closer together it's yeah like yeah. you know on a regular circuit like i don't know like a bar it server. might be because most formula one drivers now are more competitively paced than the cars they're put in whisper that yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah we we shall see i i think alonso is probably pretty hopeful this week that he will and this has got to essentially be the chance that you can upset and disrupt Red Bull, with a normal race this is yeah. probably your best chance of the season yeah exactly yeah exactly. Meanwhile, Stroll will definitely be about 13th oh Stroll will yeah be P16 in qualifying again or something <laughs> stupid yeah. um but thank Another you all thing oh, I know, sorry, carry on sorry I know we mentioned last week quite a lot about De Vries and Danny yep. Rick, but the rumors yep. have been going on even more since really so do you think De Vries will keep his seat in three races time yes Yes, you do. Okay. He'll get to the summer break. Let me see what Liam Lawson did because I saw he competed. He won. Formula. He won, he again. won again. Yeah. Wow, well, get him in. I the think DeFries will make it to the summer break and then he'll get kicked out for uh, Liam Lawson. Lawson's winning the Super Bowl Championship. Get him in F1 right now. He's probably not no, he is, because he's. No, sorry, sorry. I thought you meant he was going to win the title. Oh, no, he, won't say, win the title. he probably won't because he'll be in <laughs> the Alpha Tauri. Yes. But there and. We go. and I mean, the other question I've still got from that is how much then when Lawson actually gets in that car are we going to realise Yuki Sonoda's still pretty bang average? Yeah, well, I think Sonoda Sonoda, Lawson would... I think they'd be very closely matched. Uh, yeah. yeah. Better than putting Ricardo in and potentially having Sonoda thrashed about. But you yeah. don't know. You just don't yeah. know. We don't know what's going on in Marco's head, to be honest. 
So. Not a lot, I don't think, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all so much, as always, for listening. Like we said, a very, very short show this week. Uh, hopefully, normal broadcasting will, of course, resume in the near future. But the threat of rain, Jamie. It's there again. In, yeah, the threat of rain once again here for the Monaco Grand Prix. Are we going to get a similar race to last year? Only time will tell. <laughs>